difference between the inner court and the outer court ministries today on the Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's go. Hey folks, Apostle Lewis here with you. I am so excited to talk to you this week. I'm going to be talking to us the difference between the inner and the outer court ministries. Before I do that, I want to tell you a couple of places that you can obviously get more uh, material and support our ministry. Number one, lewisdcn.com. You can go there, you can partner. I think at $25 a month, you get like three to 400 videos. At $10 a month, you're going to get weekly videos. All this stuff that I'm doing, you're going to get. Uh, you're going to get a bunch of videos. I, I really do give my partners a lot. I, I, you get access immediately. You give $10, you get access to it all immediately. So it's it's pretty pretty good deal. Uh, and then the community we're building at thegatechurch.locals.com. I am loving this platform for community, for having live chats. Eventually, they're going to have video on there. I'm going to invite you to come over and partner with me on their $5 a month. If you want to get on the paid side, you can get on the free side. But if you want to uh, comment and do things like that, then um, and interact with the live uh, chat, then that's a partnership. And look, I, I it's, it's not that expensive, but what I do on both these sites is I do a video just for partners every week. Plus, as you'll note that this podcast will have a uh, halfway point where I go on and you get to listen to a full pod podcast. I watched a full video if you're on the other platforms and you partner with us. We'd like to do that just for those that are, are sowing into us. We'd like to just fully sow back more than we could ever imagine back into your lives. It's the passion I have to do that. So for as little as $5 a month, you can actually support this ministry and help us moving forward. There's equipment that needs to get. Plus, I will be traveling soon again. And um, I could obviously use that help. You know, it costs money to travel and go to these nations. I would love your help uh, to do that. So go lewisdc.com or go to the locals, uh, gatechurch.locals.com uh, and see. There will be links below for you to be, do both of those. Okay. Let's talk about the, the priestly ministry. You know, I, I probably went a good um, six, seven, eight years before I even understood that there was a difference in a ministry from a from an outer court to an inner court ministry, what that was and why. Um, now, it's not about you choosing either or, because there's not an either or mentality here. You just have to know the differences. And I'm going to just talk about some of those that I'm going to, you know, for the podcast, and I'm going to go on deeper with our partners. I used to, uh, when I was an air traffic controller, I used to listen to Christian radio sometimes in the morning, especially the early mornings because Jack Hayford was on. And I mean, I just loved listening to Jack Hayford. And and uh, he is such a father of the kingdom right now. And he's going to go be with Jesus uh, before too long. I don't know if he has. I don't think he believe he has, but he's going to go be with Jesus eventually. And I I would just love to listen to him talk about the Lord and and things. And and then the other one was R.W. Shambach. I don't know if you guys even know who that man of God is. He was a 
He was one of those faith ministry healers that was just dynamic in the day. And, and uh, I used to love listening to him uh, talk about uh, his faith. And I remember him telling me, telling one story about how that he was, um, he was not feeling well, but he was like doing this ministry. Um, he had like uh, three uh, time slots a day and he was, he was like ministering his heart out. God was showing up. These things were happening one, two, three uh, days in a row. And he, he's exhausted and he lays down in bed one night and the Lord says to him, Hey, are you going to, um, are you going to sit and, uh, spend some time with me? And, and, and he goes, Lord, I've just done like three meetings a day. We need to spend time. He says, no, no, no. That's your time with them. That's the outer court ministry. He said, but that's not time with me. I, I desire time just me and you in the inner court. Now he didn't use inner court, outer court. But that's actually what God was talking about. And I think later on he might have, but it's been, it's got to be at least 25 years since I've heard that. And I wonder if we really understand the difference. You know, most people who want to be in ministry, their, their main focus is in the outer court ministry. God, what do you want me to do? How, how many times have you asked that to yourself? God, what do you want me to do? I'm not sure what you want me to do. And how many know that can be a challenging, right? Um, obviously, you want to fulfill the word of the Lord. You want to um, uh, do what he's called you to do. But how many people don't actually know that they're the, the way, number one, let me, let me see if I can help you with this. There first must be an inner court ministry before there's a valid outer court ministry in the sense of this. It's in the inner court that you're transformed, changed. You're touched from someone else's outer court ministry. You can be touched. I mean, I've been touched, right? You hear me talk about Rodney and Bill Johnson. They touched me, but it was in the inner court that what happened had the impact of me understanding, me praying into it and talking to God about it in the inner court, ministering to him in the inner court. And you need to develop your inner court ministry, which is your priestly ministry, and my prophetic ministries in the outer court. Let me say that again. My inner court ministry is when I'm ministering to the Lord. That's my priestly ministry. Priestly ministry, the priestly, the word priest, one of the, word, one of the translations for it is those who draw near. That's what it actually means. Those are the ones who get to draw near. And you have to know how to do a proper, proper inner court ministry and outer court ministry. And, you know, there's things I might speak to the outer court, but I don't tell them everything that happens in the inner court. There's, there's some things, Paul talks about this, that he was caught up in heaven and some things were unlawful to speak on the earth. They couldn't, dis they couldn't disclose that because that was for the inner chambers. And it's not what God commanded him to speak to the people. You, you understand that. Jesus only, you know, we have the privilege of having some, just a portion of, of the things that Jesus taught the disciples. But I got news for you. We don't have it all. We don't have it all. But we do have some of it. And he would minister. He said he ministered in parables in the outer court. But he brought them into the inner court. And they were able to talk to him freely. And he talked plainly to his disciples. Ah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Let's, let me, let me, uh, the contrast of this is found. Now, 
God, now, I want to say a couple things, just so you understand. Studying the Levitical ministry is helpful, but it's not useful in this way. It's helpful because you can see some of the types and analogies. Here's the problem. It's not useful for you to try to emulate the Levitical priesthood. Because you have a greater priesthood than the Levites. And that is the order of Melchizedek. It's actually a greater ministry. Why? Because the order of Melchizedek is the eternal priesthood. Why is it the eternal priesthood? Because Jesus Christ is the apostle and high priest. And he because he never dies, it's eternal. But the natural priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, changes with every high priest. Every high priest. Every, and by the way, it speaks of this in Hebrews. Okay? It speaks of this in Hebrews. And one of the scriptures, one of the places that um, really frightened me was Ezekiel 44. Um, and I'm not going to read this all right now, but um, but you don't want to be an outer court minister only. And, and it is the trap to be an outer court. You know, this morning I got up and I was just praying. I walked around my house. I didn't actually get a chance just to lay on the floor this morning, but I was just praying. I was walking around praying and I was thinking and praying and thinking and praying. And as I did that, I, I began to just get the sense of God's presence. And I began to pray. And then he brought me back to Ezekiel 44 and just talked to me about some things. Because I was asking, Lord, what, what do you want me to share today as I'm sitting there with you? And there's a difference between the outer court ministry and the inner court. And if you get to be an outer court minister only, if that's what happens in your life, you're not going to be real pleasing to the Lord in that way. Because, you, by the way, those who are outer court only ministers become man pleasers are always worried about what the people think. Not that I don't have a heart to think about the people. I do. I have a heart. I have a concern for my flock and for the for my partners and for the churches, I have this very heavy burden for the churches. But but I have that burden because of the Lord. But if I don't have an inner court ministry, I might go around and encourage the people, but I won't correct the people. And that could be a danger. And so if you read Ezekiel 44, you'll see that there was ministers who kept on trying to bring the glory to an unrighteous bunch in front of their idols. In other words, Here's here's the here's the problem. Just because I can doesn't mean I should display God's glory amongst a people who do not respect his glory. There's there's you know Jesus said don't cast your pearls before swine. There's there is some contrast in what Jesus says. I can share some things with everybody. But I can only share all things with a few. Does that make sense to you? I always tell people I can minister to everybody, but I can't hang out with everyone. There's only there's only a, you know a few people in your life that you can hang out with, who who you can have that relationship, that deep talk of the things of God. And you can't do that with everybody. You can't share the deep things with God with everybody. 
And in, in Ezekiel 44, we have this the Levitical priesthood, but then we have this 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 tribe of Levitical priests, the, the sons of Zadok. They were they were of the father Zadok, and they they had a uniqueness to them that they were uncompromising. They didn't they they refused to um, in the people's adverse attitude towards the holy things of God, where they started corrupting it, they restricted themselves. They kept corrupting, they restricted themselves and wouldn't minister to them the holy things in their idol worship. You know, sometimes the church doesn't want to call the people to repentance and get them out of their idol worship. We're still sometimes worried about, well, they'll leave me. Yeah, they might. It is part of the risk. Uh, but what is God saying in that moment? Some people have this they're always, you know, here's, here's, here's might be a problem. And you hear this said about the race wars, but we have this in the church too. It's the low expectation racism or uh, elitism where you don't want to call the people up to where they can be in Christ. And you actually have, well, they won't understand it. They, they don't, that's low expectations. Um, we have to have high expectations for the people we serve, not low expectations. God has high expectations for me, not low expectations. It's you hear it talked about the uh, the soft bigotry of low expectations, where I'm, I think I'm better than you, and therefore you can't do what I do. That's 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 wrong. That's low expectations. I have high expectations for you. I believe you can do what I can do. I believe you can go beyond what I can do. That's why I have partners. That's why I pour into me. That's why I pour my life to train people because I actually believe you can do more than me. If, if I can turn over the cycle that was given to me with acceleration to you and, 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 and then I can help you do that. So you have this one group in Leviticus or in Exodus 44 or in Ezekiel 44, excuse me, Ezekiel 44, that is uh, God says, and he says this to him, it's really scary to me. It's one that scared me. He said, you know, I swore in an oath that they would not come near me, draw near to me. That, that, does that, um, they shall, you know, I, I don't want that. I, I don't, I don't, how would you like it if God said, you know what? I can't bring you close. Why can't I bring you close? Because, because you won't, you won't transform. You won't allow me to transform you and do the work I need to do in you. See, I know, I know we think that the, you know, it's not about getting to heaven, folks. Think, think beyond that. It's about coming into that bridal chambers with God, coming into a fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. But he says of the sons of Zadok, who kept my charge of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray from me, they shall come near me to minister to me, and they shall stand before me to offer to me the fat of the blood. See, see, um, again, by the way, again in Melchizedek, if you go to Ezekiel 43, listen to this. He, he's talking about the offering he says, when you're bringing up the offering, the sin offering, he says, when you offer them before the Lord, the priest shall throw salt on them. <laughs> and they will offer them up as a burnt offering for the Lord. You know, let me explain something to you. Uh, you have to have salt within yourselves because um, you are the living sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Look, I want to I wanna thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you want more, go over to Locals 
lutusdcanada.com. Look for the Gay Church. Come and join our community there. Or go to lutusdcanada.com and become a partner with us there, and you'll get the rest of this uh, video. I hope that you come. Let me pray for you real quickly, and I'm going to go on with, with our partners. Father, I thank you right now. I pray that you stir up a hunger in them. I pray you stir up a hunger in everyone that hears my voice, Lord, that they will come after you with everything they've got. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for it, Lord. I bless them, increase them, and let the spirit of wisdom and revelation be with them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You have a fantastic day. Thank <laughs> you.